0: prophet daniel jedu's podcast say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section, or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. now prophet daniel jedu walks us through the word stay tuned all
1: right this means that the covenant between god and abraham this means that the covenant between god and abraham was fulfilled in messiah And cannot be altered. This is what shows you that the covenant itself was not Abraham Abraham. Because the fulfillment was in Christ. That is why today you cannot also say you have a covenant with God. I'm sorry. I've heard a lot of men of God. I'm a covenant child. You are not. You are not a covenant child. You are an offspring of covenant. You are the product of covenant. There is no covenant between God and you. Neither can you covenant with God. You will not fulfill your part of it. Check the Old Testament. The Old Testament was literally be- covenant between God and the people. And they couldn't stand it. But for Abraham, it was between God, for Abraham, but Jesus took the place of Abraham. So the promise or the covenant was fulfilled in Christ. Now, you ask yourself, where was Christ when Abraham was? Can we get some understanding? This means that the covenant between God and Abraham was fulfilled in the Messiah. Meanwhile, the Bible says that Abraham's child, which means Abraham was several years before Christ. So when was the the, uh, promise fulfilled? See, that is what I told you. That when the covenant happened in Genesis chapter 15, it was between Christ and God. That is why the New Testament we have today is not a new one. It is an upgraded and an extended version of the covenant Abraham had with God. That is the fulfillment of Christ. You see, Jesus... Jesus, He he causes everything to blow. Like the Amplified Bible. The Amplified Bible is like the King James. But it gives you, it blows it up. And gives you more understanding and detail. That is why still we are under the new covenant. But Abraham is linked to the New Testament. Because he was the first one that God had a covenant with. Now it is because of this one that people talk about, you know, um, covenant with men. You Know, like, like the song that tells you covenant keeping God, there is no one like you. You know, he covenanted with David, he covenanted with Abraham. We covenant, you see, if you understand covenant, you know, just know that when there is a new covenant, the rest are no longer in effect. So, today, David's covenant with God is null and void, every other covenant that ever existed is null and void because we have the perfect covenant. And this covenant is what you need to understand and and access so that you can enjoy. People leave the covenant today and all they think about is the covenant of David, the covenant of Abraham. And I wonder the covenant is before you. The original covenant is before you. And you are going back to look at covenant that doesn't exist. Those covenants are not fulfilled in Christ. It is only Abraham's covenant that is fulfilled in Christ. You see, that's what I'm telling you. You need understanding. I'm sure some of you, you are, you are trying to get it. That's why you say, Holy Spirit, let's get it together. You see, if you are not doing that, it means you don't even understand the thing we are talking about. You are looking at me and you are confused. Why should you be confused? When you have the Holy Ghost. The Bible says he's your stand-by. He's your advocate. He's, your, he's, your, he's your, your counselor. He's everything to you. Look, he said, yet the written law, was not even given to Moses until 430 years after God had signed his contract with Abraham. The law then doesn't supersede the promise. Can you see it? It doesn't supersede the promise since the royal proclamation was given before the law. What does it tell you? Go and understand what the proclamation is. Because it was given way before the law. But people would like to stick with the law. Why is it that people still tell you that you should obey the Ten Commandments today? Yet they don't tell you because they don't understand the covenant between God and Abraham. For example, when God met Abraham, in fact, when Abraham met God, that was the day, you see, I keep saying this, there was never a day where the Bible said that he began to have witchcraft activity from his father's house. Even though his father was a pagan. We never, we never saw anything like that. All you see about this man that God is talking about is blessing. 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 God even went a step further to say, if anybody curses you, I would respond. Why is it that you have become born again under the covenant of Christ? The extended covenant of Abraham. And for you, your, your v- which is in your father's house. And all your prayers are which is in your father's house, in your mother. Because your mindset is on the law. Your mindset is on the law. Tit for tat. Listen, even when Abraham sinned, let me put it this way. He lied to the king. God protected him. You have no idea what covenant is. God had to step in and say, hey, give this woman back to her husband. For he's a prophet. Why? Because everything Abraham had has become God's. Which means now Sarah is God's wife. You must understand the royal proclamation. This is what you must focus on. Go back and look at Abraham. Look at his life, how he worked with God. Can I show you something? When a man has no understanding of his relationship between God and himself, He doesn't fear God. He doesn't fear God. There are a lot of Christians today, if you don't fear God, it means you don't understand the relationship you have with him. The day you understand the relationship, you will fear God. How do I know that? Look at Abraham after God calling him for 25 good years plus 11 years because Isaac was 11 when he he asked him to go and, and sacrifice him. Now, when he took the sword and he was about to cut his head, and the spirit of, the, of the, the angel of the Lord said, Hold on, don't do that. What did the Bible say? God should have said, Abraham, now I know you love me. Because we think Abraham did it out of love. Is that correct? Yes. But that's not what the Bible says. He said, Now I know that you fear me. So, Abraham did it because of not negative fear. Fear means reverence. Yes. Yes. Out of reverence for God. Out of reverence. When I saw it, I was like, oosh. God didn't bring Abraham into the place of love. To say that now, Abraham, I know that you love me, and so you are giving all to me. He said, no. Now I know you reverence me. That is to tell you the relationship Abraham had with God. It was, so, was so sovereign. Huh? Yeah. Huh. Look at it. And he said, lay not thy hand upon thy, the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now, I know. What does he mean? It means that when God was working with Abraham, he knew Abraham loved him, but does he fear him? Does he fear him? Does he reverence him like that? How do I know that? Otherwise, God wouldn't say, now I know. He said, now I know. Of all the 31 years of working with him, do you know you must spend all your life learning about the fear of God? That's why today the church does not fear God. I thank God for the revival. People that leave their home, they, they, are, they, they don't fear God. They want to go there. As they get there, the glory pushes them in and they are worshiping. Day to day join. Day to day join. Those who come and stand there, they come to look at some Christians. Now the glory has gotten outside the, the premises and it's caught them. And they are praising God. There's something called the fear of God. Maybe I'll, I'll teach you from next week. You must understand the fear of God. The fear of God does not, the love of God does not necessarily mean you fear Him. The love of God does not necessarily mean you fear Him. Because you must understand. Do you remember the last chapter of Ecclesiastes, the final final? What did he say? He said, "The end of, of this matter is what? Fear God. Fear God. He said, the end of this matter. is that what? You fear God. Abraham feared God. He understood the covenant. Today, the believer does not understand the testament. He does not understand what Jesus went through. He does not understand that a God left his, his, his royalty. He left everything he is. Came down and took upon himself death. Mortality. And gave himself for him to be killed. So that all the spiritual blessings in heavenly places can be Lavished upon you, that one alone gives you reverence. But because we don't understand, that's like I'm, even in our prayer we are not rever- we don't rever- revere him. Holy Ghost, I send you to. Have we had that prayer before? You send Holy Ghost because you never knew He was God. You you think God is the microphone? Reason why I pray that God will give everybody an encounter. The day you have an encounter with God, it will change your mindset. The Bible gives you an understanding of who God is. If you don't know him, you pray anyhow. Father, do this for me. God, do this for me. And God, God? When you see him, do you think you can talk before him? You can't talk before him. Look at what Ezekiel said. He said, I fell before him as though I was dead. And he placed his hands upon me and said, Son of man, arise. And you are sending him. Because you have not understood. Are you with me? But Abraham feared God. This is what made it for Abraham. He feared God. He feared God. May you fear God. If you fear God, you don't come to church any time you feel like. Because you see, if it was the president here, or even your boss here, you will rush and be here on time or before time. Because you revere. But for God, he, he understands. He does not. He's only tolerating you. But there will be a time He will not tolerate you. You know what He said? He said He can spit you out of His mouth. This is the God we are talking about. My father says, Fear God in this way, not as in a negative fear. A God that when you go to hell, He says he will make his hand a pillow for you to lie on. When you decide to run over the oceans, his hands will accompany you. Even when you die, he will bring you back to life. A God that can put you into hell, fire, forever, eternally is not a God we revere. Because we haven't understood him yet. So we behave anyhow, live anyhow, thinking everything is fine. You will not understand this mystery until the last day the trumpet is blown. Then you know that indeed there is a God. How do you understand this God? Understand his covenant. Understand what he has with you. Go back Galatians quickly. Said if that were the case, it would have uh-huh, nullified what God said to Abraham. Thank God the law couldn't nullify the promise. We receive all the promise because of the promised one. Not because we keep the law. So all the promises that God promised Abraham, you and I receive it not because you are performing anything to please God. It has nothing to do with you pleasing God to receive anything. It has nothing to do with how long you can pray and how long you can fast. It has everything to do with you believing in the promised one. You believe in Jesus, you have received all the promises. You see, this is something you must be meditating about. Father, your word says that I have received all the promises because of Jesus, my faith in Jesus. Lord, now show me what are the promises. What are the promises that have been crystallized in Christ? then as you look into the scriptures, the Holy Ghost will be showing you one after the other, one after the other, one after, and you'll be writing them down. By the time you are done, you realize that these, I showed you 15 of them, the terms of the covenant. Hmm. Not because we keep the law. Anybody that does anything, just so that you can get closer to God, you are living under the law. Anybody, I don't care who, whatever you do, if you are doing it just so that God can get closer to you. And sometimes, you see, this is not spread in our songs, in everything that we do. Everything. Everything. You are trying to keep the law. Because the whole show of the law is that, let me do these things so that I will get closer to God. So that, you know, I will have righteousness with God. So that I'll have right standing with God. So that God will love me. So that God will do this. No. In the New Testament, that is not the way. In the New Testament, God doesn't need any performance. You know, some people can scare you with prayer. To make you feel, if you don't pray this way, you can't get closer to the throne. I don't need to get closer to the throne. I am sitting on. Are you sitting on? How do you know? What does Ephesians 2: 6 tell you? He has raised us together and made us sit together with him. This is what I'm talking about. You think you hear the word of God yet you don't understand. because when you do understand, what if Satan came to you today and tell you you are no closer to the throne, what will you tell him? I don't need to get closer to the throne before I came into Jesus. Who are looking together? I mean, forward to getting closer to the throne. I am not. I am sitting. Can't you see? So I don't need to do anything to get closer. I don't need to do anything. What if Satan came to you? It is written, you are not closer to the throne because you don't pray too long, because you don't fast too much. You say, hey, it's Jesus, Jesus, hmm. Father, forgive me for not reading." Father, forgive me. When somebody tells you you are not reading enough, you don't need to feel condemned. You need to feel hungry. There are two different things. But many a time you will feel condemned. Like, ah, that's why things are not working. That's why things are not, because I can't pray enough. That's condemnation. That's the law. That is the law. You don't need to do anything for all these things. The day you believed in Jesus... You have all these things were given to you free of that's why it's called a gift. This is the message of grace, ladies and gentlemen. This is the message of grace. Listen, the first sign of grace is salvation, hmm. after salvation, is the rest. That's what the Bible says, isn't it? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto what? Salvation. The first sign of, of grace is salvation. The same way you get salvation is the same way you receive other things. But the point is that no believer today is about to receive anything from God. If you can, you can, you can change your mind this way, you realize that all your prayers are now prayers of thanksgiving. You will not be commanding God. You will not be commanding God. Because some people read the scriptures and they were told that the Bible says, you know, say command me. The word is not command. Like as in God, I, when I didn't understand, I used to pray that. I said, Father, as is your saying your word, I command you. No, I'm, I'm just confessing. I've prayed it before. Me, I would like to take the scriptures as it is. But taking the scriptures as it is without understanding is foolishness. Because I don't know who God is. I, you know, because I, I was looking for things. And so the Bible tells me that it said, command me. So I take and say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to do this for me. I command you because you said we should command you. I'm commanding. Amen. That's how you treat the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit of God, I send you here. Holy Ghost, I s- God, you, you are sending God. What is it about, God, about the Holy Ghost you can send? His power. I send forth your power. That's one you can send. But you can't send him. Do you send your father, even when you want your father to pick. Oh, daddy, wait here, but I'm so Anyway, it depends on the kind of father you have, daddy. Please, can you break bread and bring it to me? Oh my god, unless he's a believer, <laughs> you, you can't send your father. You ask, so look at it. He said, That's here the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his maker. Ask me. Of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands, command ye me. Command. when I saw that I said revelation. I remember that night the way I prayed. I said, Father, I command you because there were things I was looking for, they were not coming. And I said, No, maybe I didn't command him yet. Because the Bible says, and I heard some men of God also teach this. Say, Command God, you can command, He said, Command. It's not command. When you check the Hebrew meaning, it means plead your case. Bring your documentation and plead your case with him. So for example, you know you will not die, yet death is threatening you. How do you plead your case? How do you plead your case? Didn't you, we learned something here. When the lawyer came around, she told us that even the the testament, the will, you cannot access them until you go to court. That is how spiritual things work. You can't quote scriptures. You don't even have time to memorize scriptures. So Satan brings death to you. How do you go to court? How do you go to court? You are sick. Every time you are sick. Every month you are sick. Things just happen to you. You you lose money here and there. How do you go to court? When you don't know the terms. The legal terms. So how do you go? See. The essence of prayer is going to court. How do you go to court? You get into scriptures and get scriptures that support the case. So as you are praying, you begin to release them. You begin to release them. Let me show you. Why would God say, he said, even remind me of your offerings. Does that mean that God doesn't remember everything? Did the Bible not say that he has infinite understanding? doesn't he know everything all things why do you why did he say that you should remind him why when you go to the court there are two lawyers and there is a judge and they are stating their cases and they are quoting certain things that doesn't mean that the judge doesn't know what they are saying he does they are only making evidence based on that one the relevant case Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You can't just go to the court and be talking about some, you know, cases that have happened that has no relevance with the case under discussion. You are going through financial difficulty and you are going to God with the cases of health. Do, do you see it? So you must go to God. That's why you must know the scriptures. What about health? What scriptures on health do you know? What scriptures on finances do you know? What scriptures on greatness do you know? You must know them. So the scriptures you write, you don't write them for fun. You write them and and you go home and you put them down and you begin to memorize some of them because they will come to you. See, there are some of you even when you are sick. If you are so empty, we can try our faith. But because you have nothing inside, it doesn't work. Do you know why? Because faith must draw faith. Didn't you hear what they said about? They told about Jesus, Even in his own town, he couldn't He couldn't do many miracles. The Bible didn't say he, he never did, or he was not able to. He could not. Why? They didn't believe. But there were a lot of unbelievers or Gentiles. Who believed when they had not sat at Jesus' feet? Jesus ascribed them as men that had great faith. The centurion he said, I have not seen such great faith. Meanwhile, the guy hasn't sat at the feet of Jesus before. The people that sat at the feet of Jesus, Peter and the rest, while they were on the seas and the waves were roaring, the storm When Jesus ascribed faith to them, he said, Ye men of little faith. See, it does not matter whether you come to church or not. You can be coming to church and have little faith. Somebody can be elsewhere and listen to our tape and receive great faith. So the thing is not about whether you are here or not, it has everything to do. Do you understand? A young man sent me a message. I listened to each message you have preached about 16 times a day. 16 times a day, each message. 16 times a day. Okay, the question is, does he work? Yes, he does. Because that's the first question I asked him. And this guy that listened 16 times, he said, I've listened to about 91% of your messages. I can just imagine his faith. You see, you can come to church and listen. Oh, glory, glory. Faith might not build here. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing. Faith doesn't come by hearing. So, the reason why you are still sick, okay, that's for six in the The reason why some things do not happen is not because God is not on your side, it is because your faith in relation to that is not built yet. So, when you go to God, how do you he said, remember all thy offerings and accept? He said, Remind me of your offerings. So we remind God, He said, Father, you said, Don't be going. Well, is it if you go and quote Old Testament, He never said it? Okay, you are shocked. Can I prove to you? If you go and quote Old Testament, He never said it because He has now spoken Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. He said, God, who in Sunday times in a diverse manner, spoke to our fathers by the prophet, has in these last days spoken to us by his son. You are not going to quote scriptures of the fathers or the prophets. He has now spoken. Look at it. Has in these last days what? Spoken to us by his son. Mm. That is why when the Holy Ghost came upon them, they, they began to quote relevant scriptures from Old Testament into the new they didn't say everything they quoted relevant ones because god wanted them in the new testament that is why today when you pray against your enemies they don't die and they won't die they will progress you will progress hmm spoken unto us by what? By his son. Go and look at his son. Look at the word. Look. That is why faith only comes by his son. Faith does not come by Elijah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Romans ten seventeen, 17 Amplified. The message must be the message of Christ. That is what boosts faith. Those of you watching the Asbury. Look at the kind of songs they are singing. Jesus 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 Charlie, there's no drum all. No drums. They were singing a song. How great. Ah, God. No instrument. For one hour. No instrument. And, and their voices came out. When Jesus becomes the center, everything revolves around it. Sometimes it's Jesus, sometimes it's... The church is missing the whole thing. Everything is about Isaiah, it was about Jeremiah, it's about this. Not about the one who died for us. The messages are not about Jesus any longer. So today, people don't want to be like Jesus. They want to be like Jeremiah. They want to be like Isaiah. They want to be like... When those guys wanted to look into, to see this day, when you and I have become like Christ, For as he is, so I am. Today you are like Christ. You still want to be like Elijah? You know why? Because Elijah prayed and fired power. But I showed you on Friday. Now all power in heaven is in you. You see, understanding is not there. Look at it. Everybody read one go. the Messiah himself. Why? Because God has spoken. He has now spoken. He is not speaking again. Father, says something. He has spoken. Whatever you want to know, God, that God has spoken, go and look into Christ. Christ is the encapsulation of everything God is, everything God has said, everything God said, everything God will say. He has done all in Christ. If you have Christ, you just know. Do you want to know your future? Do you want to know how glorious you are? Go and look into Christ. <laughs> no book can show you. Go and look into Christ. You remember what he told you about as a, 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 a Ephesians 2 verse 10? Do you remember? He says you are What? You are his poema. See, he's not coming. Now I'll get kin. And I say, put your hand on your table. Pa, 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 pa. <laughs> we are his workmanship. Can you amplify this better. And then we'll do NLT 2 we, we have become his poetry. Hey, do you, do you get it? You know you know poetry, right? Yes, words that are recited. You have become that. You are on the lips of the father. He's reciting you every day. He's talking about your future. He's talking about your, 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 your good health. He's talking about your prosperity. He's talking about every good thing because no bad words come out of his mouth. You have become his poetry. A recreated people. A recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. Do you want to know whether you fulfill your assignment? Yes, it's in Christ. He just told you that you will finish it. oh So why then do you pray and say, change my destiny? Why then do you say, God, change my destiny? Because you think you are going through some, 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 nah, nah. The Bible says that you will fulfill destiny he has given each of us. God is not changing God is not a de- destiny changer. No. Don't play, you, you want to play. Come and change my destiny. My destiny today. Look, look at it. You are coming. Come and change my destiny. It's like God, the destiny you gave me, the former one. It's not good. I don't like it. Hey. Hey. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. Amen. Change my day. Can you see people look at it? You are a recreated people, you are not of the former self, you are the people of Christ, born again. He said that will fulfill. Charlie, you have been called to fulfill. You see, how many of you have had testimonies before? Like everything I start, I'm not able to finish because you are thinking like the people of the old. If you have revelation on this. You will know that everything I start, I will finish. You start a house, you will finish, you start a business, you will finish everything you will finish. Why? Because I am recreated in Christ to fulfill destiny. So you go and then and then we, we do what we see as prophets will call you. I see that whatever you don't, you know. You don't you say, Yes, Pastor I start this one. I'm not able to finish. I start this one. I've started a project, but I can't finish because you are thinking differently. You don't have revelation. You don't have light. The day you have light, you will know that, uh-uh, that is not my life. You are living life like the old creation. When actually you are recreated. To fulfill what destiny he has given each of us. For so we are what? The reason why I know I will finish because I am joined with Christ. He is my strength. He is my all in all. Can you see this? Huh. Huh. even before we were born God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we will do to fulfill it and the good works we will do I know the thoughts that I think towards you not of evil but good that ye may have what an expected end See, these are the scriptures you should memorize. And you'll be quoting them. Oh, thank God that before I was born, Lord, you plan in advance my destiny. That the good works will be fulfilled in it. In the name of Jesus, thank God I'm working in the good works. In the name of Jesus, I'm fulfilling the destiny. With Christ on my side, I'm fulfilling everything in my destiny. If you are doing business, it's part of your destiny. If you have a family, it's part of the destiny. Whatever you do in this life is part of the destiny that not the devil gave you, but God himself gave you. And he said you will fulfill. Why? Because you are joined with Christ Jesus. We are joined with Christ Jesus. See, that is what I'm, I'm telling you. Be conscious of your partnership. Otherwise, sometimes you will think you are alone doing the whole show. But we are joined together. 11. Okay. Go back to 10. Mommy says we should do NLT. And then we'll do message and see. Uh-oh. D- do you see that? We are God's what? Masterpiece. The best thing that God has ever created is you. You know what a masterpiece is? Huh. what is this masterpiece? the new creation I told you God has two creations the old creation and the new creation but when you look at the old creation they look amazing the sun, the moon, the stars the seas, the earth the trees, the waters aren't they amazing but God is saying they are not masterpiece masterpiece If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Second Corinthians five seventeen. He is a new what? That is the masterpiece. Oh, we are God's masterpiece. Say, I am God's masterpiece. masterpiece. Say, I am God's masterpiece. The best creation of all times. Listen, it means that the best. The best of the best that God can ever do is me. If there's anything that God can do in his excellence is you. You are not ordinary. He has created us what? A new way. So, Planned for you long ago. Father, when you say, "Look, I have a plan," but looks like my plan is not working. I don't think I can make it. Endeavor. You see, you have detached yourself from his plan. He has planned for you. He's only asking you to work in the plan. How can you work in the plan? Look into the Word of God. You will find out how to work in the plan. The Word of God is what will show you how to work in the plan. Some people are enjoying this revelation. I don't care how much manifestation I see. If it does not conform to the word of God, I don't believe it. Did you hear what I just said? Because manifestation can be caused by devils as well. So I don't care how much manifestation I see. If what I see does not conform to the word, I don't believe it. 11. Okay. He finished it there. Go to 10. Message. Message and then we'll do TPT. Okay. No. We neither make nor save ourselves. God does both the making and saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to the good work he has gotten ready for us to do. Work we had better be doing. Oh, message. (laughs) TPT. Okay, we have read TPT already, huh? Yes, sir. Which you have been read? Amplified. See in your Bible, you don't even have all. Some of you, you don't even have Bible on your phones. Yes, for we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do the good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking part. Which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he pre arranged and made ready for us to live. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a path for you. There is a path for you. You just need to know and walk on that path. It's called the path of victory. Without knowledge and understanding, you'll be walking elsewhere and thinking Christianity is difficult. But the Bible says that he has given you all things that pertains to life and godliness.
0: Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit. And we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the Supernatural in our Friday services, Dabbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven. In Afrosa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet, prophet Danny L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L for videos. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord, is out and it's selling fasting print and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, National. Contact services on 233-5472-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed